Hey friend, are you swamped with scheduling, bogged down by bookings, or overwhelmed with managing your social media? This message is for you. I would love to introduce you to my secret weapon, StyleSmart VA. This is a company of virtual assistants literally designed by hairstylists for hairstylists. I found them through an interview right here on the podcast, and then shortly after found myself booking a discovery call because I was drowning in administrative tasks and needed help. It's been a few months now, and I can't tell you how much my VA has changed my life. No joke, friends. I am such a believer in StyleSmart VA that I decided to bring them in as an episode sponsor here on the show. Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. StyleSmart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Hey friends, welcome back to the Your Hair Mentor podcast, where I am your host and your hair mentor, Crystal Green. Now this week, I interviewed someone that honestly, I wish I would have chatted with 15 years ago, maybe even more, maybe the beginning of my career. These folks are doing some things to change the industry that I work in, the hair industry, in the sense that they are promoting like a health and wellness perspective and taking care of our bodies as service providers, which is huge. So um, they're on Instagram and their name is industry aligned. And I think I just stumbled upon their page one day in the explore feed. And what they're doing is very similar to another company that I follow called move you. And they're these kind of animated, funny, um, people that talk about like stretching and, body posture problems. And so these are specific to hairstylists and it's like, you know, the tight shoulders, the ouchy knees, sore feet, all those kind of things. They give you useful tidbits and information to help care for your body. Now, this is something I became aware of years into my career. Once I'd been standing on my feet in uncomfortable shoes on concrete for a couple years for upwards of 12 hours a day. And I was young and just kind of relying on my youth and my nimbleness at the time, but eventually it started to catch up with me. And so I ended up finding out a lot of this stuff on my own, um, through trial and error. And you'll hear us talk about that a little bit, but if you are someone that has not gone down the path of taking care of your body, even though you're using it every single day, these guys are legit and they're doing some great things. And so I know you're going to get some value out of this conversation and you should go follow them on social media after this and kind of just pay attention to where they're taking this business because 
I think it's awesome. I think we all should take care of our bodies. And especially if we're using them for our work, if you want to be working, you know, like a normal career, you got to take care of your body. I know so many service providers, even not just hairstylists, but like nail technicians, um, estheticians, massage therapists, you can go down the line, even like dental hygienists, people that use their body for their work. It is crucial that that thing is like a well tuned, I was gonna say oiled, toiled, not toiled, well oiled machine or well tuned machine. You want that sucker working for you. Um, you don't want to have to quit because you have carpal tunnel syndrome or any of these other things. So, um, industry aligned here they are. Let's get to it. Hi. Okay. Yay. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited to chat with you guys today about what you're doing. Um, but would you please give me a quick intro to each of you, what your names are, who you are? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Jenny Khan and I have been in the beauty industry for 18 years now. And I am co-founder of Industrial and Yes, ma'am. I'm David Castle. I've been in the health and wellness industry for the past 24 years, and I'm also co-founder of Industry Align. Awesome. David, is there any way I could get you to scoot just a little bit closer so we could hear you a little better? A little closer. Snuggle up. (laughs) (laughs) You have a very very soft, deep voice, so I couldn't hear you from farther away there. Awesome. Okay, um, Okay, so you are a hairstylist, Jenny. And then, I'm sorry, David, can you repeat yours? I could barely hear you. Absolutely, yes. Uh, I've been in the health and wellness industry for the past 24 years. Awesome. Okay. And then are you two married together? We've together. been together for almost seven years now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. And so you started this business together. We did. We started this business. So it's been in the works really since we met. And I had started my health journey about two years before I met David. I was very overweight. I was very unhealthy. I had that typical hairstylist lifestyle of like the smoking, drinking, over-caffeinated, overworking, um, and really beating my body into the ground. So a couple years in, I was down almost 50 pounds by then. I met David and he had so he had asked me if I'd be comfortable him putting me on his kind of treating me like one of his online clients. Okay. So soon after he did that, he started doing like my um, doing my programming, my workout programming, my nutrition. I started to notice a really big difference in how I felt physically behind the chair. Yeah. So, and this was only a few months in and I had said, the beauty industry is missing out. We need to do something. Yes. So I don't know what it would look like, but we need to figure out a way to get you into this industry. And really, we've been scheming since then. It was like, you know, what would it look like? Because he's just one person. Mm-hmm. So for him to do just in-person training, that's not really, that's not realistic because he also has his own clientele. And slowly over the years, Industry Aligned came to be. Nice. Yeah. So how far into your career, Jenny, were you when you kind of made the shift to more of a healthy lifestyle? 10 years. Yeah. 
I can relate to that. That's kind of where I was. Same thing too. I started very young in the industry and just yeah. kind of was like all in, um, yeah. on work and not on me. And after about 10 years, it was like, man, I've got some like hip pain. I've got some like shoulder yeah. pain. I'm overworked. And it wasn't that I was trying to cure those things. I was just trying to be like healthy in general and had kind of discovered my fitness as an adult. And then along with that came some improvements with me standing behind the chair. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm kind of onto something here. But I had to fumble around for like five years to find anything that really worked for me. I mean, I don't know if you guys hear this a lot with uh, clients, uh, health clients, but I hate stretching. Like I hate it. I would rather go and like lift weights any day than stretch and do some yoga. It just is not pleasurable to me. And so it took me years to figure out like, okay, wait, I have to do some focused movement and stretching to loosen up all these like tight muscles that I had. So, um, not, we actually, I actually hear the opposite. So, really? Absolutely. There's a lot of women that have, uh, that tend to gear towards yoga and other, other modalities like that. So there's, uh, an intense amount of subluxation within tendons, meaning the tendons are very relaxed and loose and the muscles are very relaxed and loose. And there's not a lot of tension and stability to keep the body upright. So it's actually great to hear the uh, other side of the coin coming out of you. So interesting. Oh yeah. I've, I've just never, I've never liked it. I'll go to yoga classes. Um, but I will not do it on my own. And I, I have to be in the class for like the, um, competitive me to come out to be like, okay, I'm not going to give up yet. I'm going to hold this pose or I'm going to keep going. Um, but it's not my favorite thing. Uh, and actually I have to admit, um, normally I kind of dress myself up a little bit more. Like I'll actually style my hair typically for podcast interviews, but seeing as though I was okay. I'm like, well, seeing as though I'm interviewing people that are like health based and fitness, um, I went to the gym this morning and I saunaed. So <laughs> Please excuse the hair, but I figured yeah. you would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we just got back from the gym ourselves. We ate a quick meal and hopped on this. So we're Perfect. like, what's more important right now? Exactly. Right. It, it fits. It's great. Um, yeah. Okay. So tell me a little bit about industry aligned. I've seen your social media posts and like the quick little reels that you guys do. But um, in as a whole, what are you offering to hairstylists or and beauty professionals? Yeah, I think it would be at, at the at the current moment. It's more of kind of these quick solutions and and kind of getting giving people ideas to play around with their body a little bit more, <laughs> having them understand that while their situation may not be one hundred percent unique, their body is one hundred percent unique. Their attachments are unique to them. The way that their body moves throughout the day is unique to them. So understanding a little bit of both, and I would call it a little bit more of movement theory at this point. So I want people to just start to open their minds and express a little bit more, play a little bit more, find out where your, your tight areas are, where your loose areas are, where you feel strong, where you feel weak. And then we can put all those pieces together as we collaborate as a community down the line. Okay. So, um, what do you envision this turning into then? Uh, like as a, as a paying customer, if I was coming to you, what would I be, uh, getting ideally? <clears throat> well, so we started back in the fall of, um, hosting workshops. In and person or online? In person. Okay. Yeah. We're working on setting something up virtually and you know, there are a lot of places we wouldn't be able to make it to or they wouldn't be able to make it to us. So we'd still want to offer something to the demographic that just wouldn't be able to 
fly somewhere or they're not in the location wherever we're doing a workshop. But we found the workshops to be successful in a way where David was there adjusting each person individually. And that was really cool. And I was also able to, from my end, um, show people how I work differently, how I use my body differently now, because mm -hmm. I've learned um, different ways to use it through working out that have helped me. So this is a chance for me to show people in person things that I do as well. And um, what David and I were able to do was connect the two because there are certain things that I learned how to do differently through movement. And he's able to teach that to somebody through movement and say, well, this is how she's able to stand further and still, you know, not overuse her shoulders, use her back in it. And it's this movement that got her there. So it, it was really fun for me to step out while David was doing his thing with these beauty professionals to see light bulbs go on, you mm -hmm. know, and them really understand, whoa, I could be doing it like this instead of that. And you could tell them just getting back into the salon is going to feel a lot differently for them. So yeah. workshops differently, definitely, I think for us is going to be a really, uh, great thing really more so for beauty professionals it's going to be mm -hmm. a great thing um but we're also working on the virtual aspect which um i'm happy about and also do one-on-one -on -one zoom session so if you were to come to me with a specificity uh -huh. address that in a specific manner gotcha. so we got some general tissue uh modalities whether we're doing some soft tissue work i can teach you how to apply that to yourself and then we get into the general tissue dysfunction and then the actual correction and then strengthening from there so there's levels to the game and there's ways to progress any specific problem that you have um there's not too many things that i haven't seen at this point in the game mm -hmm. um, so i'm usually surprised with someone with what someone comes to me with um even if someone's coming to me with let's just kind of uh shoot a uh, spitball and say it's like just some plantar fasciitis usually it's someone telling me i've been told i have the flattest foot in history it's the flattest foot. everyone's got the exactly everyone's got the biggest problem ever and, and these yeah. problems are extremely common um and you know these uh these therapists and doctors tend to pathologize these things so what i like to do is kind of take the fear out of the pain understand have the person understand that movement and pain kind of go together it's actually an excellent teacher and then teach you how to navigate around it and teach you how to correct it so now you have these tools to go ahead and engage in the future on your own with right me anymore and we can go on maybe to the next issue if you have another one or right maybe, you know it sets off another goal which is one of the things i see more often than not once we get a person out of pain it's like well i've always wanted to do this well now we can and then we work on strengthening and facilitating that goal as well hmm um, have you guys heard, I'm sure you have of, um, there's two different platforms online that I've personally paid for, uh, for education about this, not hairstylist focused stuff, but movement focused stuff. There's gymnastic bodies. I don't know if you've heard of them. They were like maybe eight years ago that I paid for that. And then, um, movement university or move you, have you heard of them as well? Yeah. Okay. Your content kind of reminds me of the stuff that they do, but it's not focused to beauty professionals. It's just like body composition or not composition, body movement stuff. Um, but both of those platforms I sought out as someone who was like experiencing these little 
issues with my body, right? As, as a hairstylist, I had certain aches and pains and complaints that I'm sure you're very familiar with now. And I, um, I'm so sorry, my phone's ringing. I did not turn it on silent. Pardon me. Um, and so I sought out uh, these memberships as a way to try to figure out things I could do at home without going and paying for like a physical therapist, right? Um, and it was overwhelming. There's like too many choices or like if I didn't have a base of knowledge about like uh, soft tissue or whatever, it would be like, I don't even know what they're talking about. So how do I even choose which video to play or, you know, like where to focus my energy. And so I, I love the idea of something that you're like so hyper-focused with for beauty professionals. I almost envision it being like um, shoulder pain video or like, like blow dry pain video, pumping mm -hmm. your chair up and down pain, like the things that you do that would like help those specific movements and those things that we do behind the chair. And like, almost just not like dumb it down, but like use the right hairstylist language to then make it feel tangible. You know, does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. Um, <clears throat> there were a couple things that we started working on a couple of years ago that it, it just reminded me because you were saying bringing up uh, beauty industry terminology and all the names we picked out for the movements were all like beauty industry names. I'm really excited about that one. Um, but the one thing I wanted to tell you when I, when we first, when we first met David and I, I remember telling him that I had been going to a chiropractor for years and I had hip pain and I had shoulder pain in the front of my shoulder where I couldn't even sleep on my side. I, there were certain things I couldn't carry groceries on that side. And you know, I, I just kind of submitted to the fact that I was a lemon. I kind of did the same. What it was, right? Uh -huh. I, mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't understand. Cause I'm like, well, I was going and getting all this help. I'm doing air quotes. If you can't see me, Yeah, I was going and getting all this help and I was going pretty frequently. I was going weekly, sometimes bi-weekly. And I, I was, I was just getting relief for like maybe half the day, maybe the full day if I was lucky and then I'd feel it again. Mm -hmm. So when I met David and, you know, I remember we went to the gym together in the beginning. I was like, oh, I can't do that because my shoulder. So I'll do this instead. And he's like, okay, so you should be able to do that. Let's address it. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I've been going to a chiropractor. I go weekly. I go every two weeks and it's still, it's just how I am. Right. And because he's of the mind where it's like, no, I don't accept that. There's got to be a way. It taught me to think in in now in every aspect of life, not just that, but yeah. there there is another way. There's got to be another way. And yeah. through movement, he helped me get out of these pains that I've had for years. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between, um, and I'm not necessarily saying that something's mm -hmm. bad or better than the other, but there is an enormous difference between a passive modality and an active modality. So passive modality would be someone kind of facilitating movement for you, whether a chiropractor is adjusting bones or a massage therapist is, is you know, loosening tissue or relaxing it neurologically because there's a neurological component to pain. It's not just all physical, right? Your brain is shutting off access to a specific area because it doesn't feel safe diving deep into that area anymore. So your range will get limited over time. Mm -hmm. So that's typically what massage is. It's kind of relaxing your brain to allow your body to feel comfortable extending into a deeper range. 
But these are all passive. And again, they're not necessarily bad. Sometimes they're important because it reduces the pain enough to get the person more active. Active modality would be chasing um, the strength component and the stability component through movement. And I think this is one of the larger things that's missing is everyone's using a Theragun. Everyone's going to a chiropractor. Everyone's going to a massage therapist. Everyone's going to a physical therapist. But are they teaching you how to move your body appropriately? This is neural reprogramming. You're adjusting the way your biomechanics work to be more efficient and less expensive over time. And this, this, is, the bre- this is where you butter your bread. This is the stuff that matters the most. Again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it, but you shouldn't rely on it. You need to rely on you teaching you how to move your body around. Right. uh, I I think that uh, over the course of me doing this for almost a quarter century, I've seen what you talked about, limitations and feeling like you're a lemon. I've seen so many people come across, I've come across, uh, say these exact same things, or my problems are the worst problems someone's ever seen. But they'd be surprised how far they can get when they try. And they're blown away when they actually try and apply. Like, holy shit, I never thought that I could push this hard. I never thought that I could get out of pain. What's next? And I mm-hmm. think that's one of the more important messages I like to convey to people is open the door, unlock the door, see what's on right. the other side. You'll be blown away. Your body's potential is almost limitless. You know, yeah. and it's an exciting, uh, exciting thing to see for people. So you're making me immediately feel like, oh my God, this is me. So my limiting belief is I can't squat. Like I can't flat foot squat, right? I'm like tippy toes um, or my knees are like, you know, straight out. Uh, And I've tried all the different um, therapies for it with stretching, everything you just mentioned, I've tried even when it comes to like different strength training and stuff like that. But I bet there's something in my daily work life that I'm doing that's like hindering some movement somewhere that's probably keeping that from happening. I've never even considered that. I'm always like, well, I remember squatting was kind of hard as a kid, so I must just have a problem and I can't squat. And I hear that a lot too. There's there's all of these things that, again, get pathologized from our past, right? And there is a small component of that. Right. But it, it doesn't necessarily make us nor break us. Right. These right. things that happened decades ago can can resonate with us to a small degree. Connective tissues can get sticky. Movements cannot feel comfortable. That's OK. Uh, movements can even feel too vulnerable at times. Mm-hmm. But get the person to ease into it, understanding, too, that the body is a synergistic system. So even though we're talking about a squat with the hips, you know, we need to look upstream and downstream of these issues. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do need to look at ankles, which would be kind of like the first go to. Is there a connective tissue issue down there? Is there a stability in the upper thoracic cage, kind of the mid-back area? You know, we need to start to look away and see what's going on because these things are connected. Tissues are integrated, and a lot of these muscles are just kind of slapped on top of each other. Right. We need to need to pull, we need to adjust, we need to tweak, and we need to find, it's literally a game of millimeters sometimes that gets us uh, correct and safe positions. Wow. It's so convoluted. (laughs) Like there's so many different answers. And context is really important when dealing with the individual. And that's where, again, like I'm giving people kind of a general sense of movement with these videos, but really it's again kind of setting it off to the uh, initial uh, point that I made. I want people to explore. You need to find your specific way of getting there. I'll give you a path, but it's your personal practice Mm -hmm. practice daily practice multiple times a day. And it doesn't even have to be a strenuous workout. Mm -hmm. You can try this a little bit. You don't need to sweat. You just need to move. Right. We're greasing the grooves up a bit. Right. So have you considered maybe creating some sort of a like um, fundamental 
movement series or something like I know obviously everyone's going to have like offshoots and special flavors of whatever that is but having like a kind of um yeah like I guess fundamental or foundational is the only word that comes to mind that's like start here mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> we actually have a, a, a phase one develop we actually de uh, developed it and finished it what two years ago we we started it two years ago two years yeah ago. and it's it's um almost done it's just our last finishing touches we have to put on it and it's our really um movement 101 you know okay. if like you a, will yeah. uh -huh. it's kind of a base one to get people feeling their body and again kind of opening their mind a little bit okay well what's next mm -hmm. you know uh another thing you know david and i talk a lot we spend a lot of time talking and one of the other things that we talk about is um we think as beauty professionals, because we feel beat down at the end of the day, that our occupation is active, mm -hmm. but we're not active. We stand in one spot. We might move around the chair a little bit. The only right. thing that moves really is our arms. Yeah, our Our knees are locked. We kind of rest on our on our hip. So we're not even using our muscles to stand. We're resting on our joints and we're not burning many calories in order to be active. You'd be burning calories. So I think, you know, one of the things that David said was it's not that the job is physically taxing because we need to use our bodies outside of our job. We do things that we carry groceries. If you're a mother, you carry kids. You know, we carry our Amazon boxes. Like we're always <laughs> carrying things, we're doing things, we're walking, we're moving. So our bodies need to work, not just at work. The problem is, is that our bodies aren't conditioned. Mm -hmm. That's why it comes off as physically taxing. And David, I would love for you to dive a little deeper into that. Sure. Yeah. There's, there's not, I mean, when you think about the, uh, the diameter in which you guys do -si do around the chair, right. It's a three by three for the most part. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of upper appendage and upper extremity movement, but really it's, it's the fine tuned motor skills and the tactile <clears throat> abilities that you have to get into these, you know, scissor over combs or you're foiling, you're color correcting, you're being extremely detailed in these things. So it's neurologically taxing. Mm -hmm. You may have to deal with your clients long day that they want to offload on you. That's pretty taxing. You know, but mm -hmm. the physical component, you know, you'll, you'll feel physically drained from that, but the physical component is really not there. And if you can't, um, especially as someone that's is seasoned in the uh, industry, if you can't hold your body up for a six to eight hour day, then you haven't been conditioning your system to accommodate a six and eight hour day. It's not the job. It's how you're treating your system. Mm -hmm. So if we can look at that paradigm a little bit differently, we can then shift the paradigm. We can adjust these things and it doesn't need to take, again, it doesn't need to be these uh, extremely strenuous workouts. It could be a couple minutes in the morning, a couple minutes on a break, a couple minutes in the evening, just to facilitate tissue movement, just to mm -hmm. hydrate tissues. Our body doesn't have a pump in its lymphatic system. We're the pump. So in order yeah. to get blood flow everywhere, in order to start to move some of these muscle byproducts and some of this uh, negative, uh, some of these negative, some of, pardon me, some of this negative chemistry throughout our system, we need to move. And we need to move frequently. It doesn't need to be in high dose. Just it needs to be more frequent. Hmm. I could almost see what you're doing uh, being really successful in a membership-based model 
You know what I mean? Where there's like some accountability factor going on there, you know, where stylists are paying for maybe to be in a group or something. And there's like a check-in like, Hey, did you do your midday stretches or your midday movement? You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of my uh, biggest things for even wanting to do something like this was because uh, first off, I told you about how I, I was heavier set um, unhealthy lifestyle in every way. Um, I had made that big change, noticed a huge difference, right? Mm-hmm. I was in the best shape of my life. Thanks to David's guidance. And in 2019, it was April, 2019, almost exactly four years ago, I herniated my C5, C6. Oof. And David takes me to the emergency room. They do the MRI and that's what it was. And I almost lost my ability to work. Yeah. And I didn't grow up with a lot of money. My family did what they could. I had to work full time while I was in high school I started in an industry that provided so much financial security for me individually, not having to rely on anybody for finances, that that was almost taken away from me mm-hmm. because my body wouldn't allow me to work. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough to not just know David, but to live with him, to have him care for me and help me rehab when one of the top facilities in the nation, downtown Chicago, couldn't help me. $7,000 later, just for PT, did nothing for me. He got me functioning. And now, yes, it's four years later. Yes, things take time. I actually did progress significantly from like in that time, but I'm, I'm stronger than I was before my injury. Mm-hmm. You know? And I never want somebody to leave this industry because their body can't keep up. Because like David has taught me, there there are options. There is another way. That can't be the only thing. It can't be, nope, this is just what it is. I'm done. And it's so common. Yes, it is. It is so common. And what it, it makes me feel sad because it is common, but it also makes me happy that we did create this platform when I see people reach out saying, I just had back surgery or, you know, this is my injury that I've been dealing with for years. I've been chronically, you know, in chronic pain for so many years because of my job and they're reaching out to us um, for help. And I'm just, I'm it, it sucks that you got to do things in order to learn mm-hmm. or go through things in order to learn. But I'm glad that those were the um, trials that I went through personally, had David to help me so that now him and I can share this with the industry. Right. You right. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. You had to go through that like, oh, crap, I'm going to lose it all feeling to be like, I, I need to not do this and make it better. Yeah, because like they were pushing for surgery. They were they they every they saw me weekly, my neurologist, and they kept saying, 
if you don't get any better, we're going to need surgery because this is going to be permanent nerve damage. I couldn't use my right arm. Their oh surgical intervention was one of the more aggressive ones too, where they cut you across the throat to get to the vertebrae. Oof, to fuse them? Is that what it would have been? Oh gosh, yeah. No, but I, yeah, I've heard of so many people that have had that just from like overuse injuries or they end up like going down the carpal tunnel surgery path, mm -hmm. you know, and then like never really coming back. Yeah, it's sad. It'll never be the same. And that's not to say that sometimes surgical intervention isn't the, uh, the necessary tool to get the job done. Right. But more often than not, it should be the last option. And, and more often than not, it's pushed first. Right. Know? So it is still a business. We need to understand that as people are trying to make money. Yeah. Even if intentions are good. You know, this is, mm -hmm. this is happens sometimes in order to keep hospitals uh, up and running and then doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this is great. Um, I just, I keep envisioning myself when I was telling you when I um, got more like health conscious in my career and I was recognizing that I was doing these horrible movements during the day. I'm very tall. I'm like five foot 11. And so a lot of the times my chairs didn't go tall enough. Yeah. And so I'd find myself, you know, stooped over like the hunchback trying to get down to my client's hair. And when I was trying to be better about my body movements, it's almost like I was in these weird Tai Chi poses, like in squats and doing things, yeah. which also were like, okay, but not positions I could hold for a long time. Um, at some point I got a haircutting stool, which blew my mind. Um, <laughs> But I think about like those kind of things, like how many years was I bent over in this bad position before I'm like, oh, what am I doing? And how wonderful would it have been to have like a, a movement series that was shown to me like here, this is how you're going to stand when you're, you know, cutting hair because they teach you how to hold shears, but they don't teach you where to stand or how to stand or how to maneuver around people or like at the shampoo bowl here's the hose and how to hold it, how you move your body is up to you, right? So again, hunched over, all awkward, twisted in positions. Um, so I just, I, I love the idea of creating something for stylists. Now I'm assuming your target audience that you're talking to are like maybe younger stylists that haven't walked that path yet, or is that not the case? Or is it maybe someone who's like in a place of dysfunction already? I think it's a little bit of everything. I think it's I think it's the younger people maybe wanting to understand a little bit more about what could be coming up and maybe even seeing um, older peers already in that kind of position. And we have the people that want to just be preventative in general that are kind of middle middle of the road of their career. And then uh, I get a lot of people that are in chronic pain that they already have the repetitive stress and the overuse injuries. And then we're working our way out of that hole. Gotcha. Yeah, we gotcha. are actually, which I'm, so excited about tomorrow we're going to be speaking at uh paul mitchell's school in chicago to the cosmetology students there and yeah. you just reminded me because you were speaking about like what they teach in beauty schools and and these are things that could you imagine if we had learned this in school it would be amazing there's so much i wish i learned in school <laughs> i i mean and it, it makes sense because a lot of these cosmetology teachers are also, or just the, the curriculum itself is kind of archaic, right? It's just to get your system, get your license and move on. Right. And we've learned the basics and the basics haven't changed, but these are things that were, were never taught. And what I actually really enjoyed seeing was that in our workshops, a few of the attendees 
were some cosmetology students and assistants like new mm. to the industry. So I, I just thought to myself, like you, you're already ahead of it. The right. techniques you're going to learn, like we've got, we've got a course for everything, for how to highlight for yeah. our beauty business courses, for mindset and money and all that in the beauty industry. Yep. But there, there's no education on this. And even if you go to a physical therapist or a chiropractor, or, you know, whatever. I mean, I went back to go see my chiropractor. My chiropractor was like, you, you don't need me anymore. Just stick with David. <laughs> he's, he's doing everything just fine. Nice. What am I for? You know? Yeah. A lot of with, with chiropractors, again, it's just my opinion. You know, there's no quantifiable data on this. But when it comes down to uh, chiropractors adjusting bones, connective tissues and muscles are attached to bones. If you don't address the dysfunction of the muscle, these bones are just going to shift back due to the muscle being pulled or shifted or pushed in the wrong position. Right. So, you know, you aggressively snapping, popping, clicking bones um, and maybe giving that person, again, a neural response. Like, oh, my God, there's an adrenaline rush. I feel amazing. And then two days later, you feel terrible. Well, you're not addressing addressing symptoms, not the actual causation of the issue. Right. Um, so it's it's kind of reverse engineering the problem and attacking it from a different angle. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you addressed people's footwear at all as beauty professionals? Yeah. 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 No, I was just going to say, you know, it, it's hard to say this is bad, this is good because it's yeah. everybody right. is shaped differently. Every you know, for me, I personally like a little bit of a heel, but there's a point where it's too high and my feet push forward too much, but I like just enough to get my heel off the ground. I stand a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're too high, it's harder to get a softer bend in the knee for me. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, you see a lot of people saying, no, 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 heels are bad. So they wear these super flat shoes have zero support, their ankles are collapsed. I'll let David touch up more on that because I know that it's bad. I know how it makes me feel, but I don't know why, if that makes sense. You know, I just know that flats really, I mean, they're not the best either. So they're the yeah. two extremes. And again, we're kind of looking at passive versus active there, right? So the shoe is is the passive modality when really the foot needs to be stronger in general. Yeah. I don't want to think about developing almost a six pack on the bottom of your feet. You want something yeah. nice and resilient tissue wise on the bottom of your feet, but you also want to have the ability to move toes and move metacarpals, move metatarsals. You want to be able to move these things around like they're a hand to a degree. You want to be able to pick things up with your feet as weird as that sounds, right? Mm -hmm. you want to lay the toes out and reveal some space in between them, right? Yeah. So getting stuck, you know, in a, in a tight shoe or getting stuck in a flat shoe, really it's about the variety. Right. And you, again, strengthening you, taking the time to strengthen your foot and finding out those weak areas or those strong points and making adjustments to those tissues. Again, we're going back to, you know, context is king here or, or queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like your A student 10 years ago, I swear, because, um, yeah, I, I went through the same evolution. The reason I bring this up is uh, I bought those toe shoes, you know, the Vibram toe shoes and I used to wear those in the salon because I was like you guys in your heels are ruining your feet I had been in heels previously and I'm standing on concrete and I'm like what am I doing um, but I didn't have the muscles in my feet to really support those shoes at all too so then I'd end up with like weird like arch pain and stuff like that and so I, I definitely could have been a great student with some guidance <laughs> 
So it's like people are seeking this stuff out, but we just need to know and understand like um, the actual processes to help. So um, yeah. that's interesting. Well, hmm. So much more information uh, than even necessary for people yes. to grab onto through social media, through the internet. And I think that you hit on a really good point that it's 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 hard to kind of navigate through that unless you have a discernible filter for bullshit. Right. right. You understand, hey, this is ridiculous. You know, like right. this big red X against, you know, your posture being forward and this green thumbs up if you stand erect. You know, how often can you stand like this in a day? One's right. not necessarily good or bad. Do you exhibit pain when you bend forward? You should probably get out of that shape then. Here's some alternatives. Right. And yeah. just kind of approaching it in that way, thinking a little bit more downstream and upstream, again, not even just of physical issues, but even the process of your body. And that that comes with lots of years of experience doing this and understanding that while all these problems are similar, there are those individualities that we need to start to differentiate between and mm -hmm. then apply to people. But again, giving them the theory, giving them the thing, oh wow, okay, this doesn't work, but this angle does. Having people understand you have 360 fucking degrees you can play around with. You don't need to be stuck in one plane or the other. Yeah. Well, let's move a little bit. Let's wiggle. Make the movement around your client to dance. You know, not, you know, not to dance. But, but I'm pretty know. sure in beauty school, they teach you your chair moves. So you just stay in one spot and you swivel yeah. your client around because it's easy, right? Yeah. And so I think we're trained to think that we need to stay in that one spot and we just move our client around mm -hmm. this way. But I like your way of thinking way better just because it gets our body moving, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you saw me while I was working. I'm I'm moving the entire time, mm -hmm. the entire time. And even when I'm cutting, I'm sitting and standing and sitting and standing and lowering the chair and raising the chair. And I'm in constant motion. Again, I'm not very active. It still doesn't right. mean active, but I'm in constant motion and I'm not getting my body too used to one position right. for a long period of time, even while I'm shampooing. And that, that was, you know, a, a fun thing for me to demonstrate in our workshops of like, the shampooing and the blow drying, even something as simple as when we're shampooing, we've been doing it for so long. We know where the hairline is. We are so um, uh, tactile touch. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, we don't need to look down the entire time. It's different if we're working out the, the staining, you know, from the hair color, if we did a touch up mm -hmm. you for that, but if you're just doing your shampoo, you can relax your shoulders and tilt your chin up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be head down the entire time. Mm -hmm. So it, just simple things like that, that make a world of difference. Mm -hmm. Elevators. So all this mm -hmm. is, you just play around a little bit and you'll find a whole different door of opportunities. Or right yeah, away. right. Anyone that's ever done bar exercise, you know, that B-A-R-R-E, yes. they they would understand those like minute movements and how big of a difference they can make, right? Where you're like, this isn't going to do anything. And then 30 seconds later, you're like, I'm going to die. <laughs> Just moving that little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. You know, as beauty professionals, we're so intentional and we understand the importance of intention when it comes to formulation. Mm -hmm. If we don't take into consideration our canvas so that we can put the appropriate color on top of that canvas so that we can achieve the desired result, 
mm-hmm. if there's no intention behind it, we're not going to ever um, achieve our right. desired result, right? Right. You know, with haircuts, you know, if you pull it in a 45 degree, you're going to get something completely different from a 90 degree to, to zero. Right. We, we know all this. Yeah. But what we have to put into play is intention behind the way we move and use our body. Mm-hmm. We're, we're only focusing on the hair, but we're not focusing on the main tool. Right. So right. our, you know, as much as we can just keep spreading this message of your body is your main tool. Yeah. Everything else, like David says, it is an extension, but your body is what you need to focus on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something I, I like to bring to light also is the energy we put out there when we feel better our clients, right when they walk in the door, they know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. They know what mood we're in. They know how much energy we have. They know if we are, if they are our first guest of the day or the last one based on our energy levels. And something I like to say is our last guest of the client, we need to have the same amount of energy as we did for our first guest for our last. Right. Right. And it's our responsibility to not make them feel like, oh God, we're just getting through this so we can be done already and get home. That's our responsibility. Unless we're giving them a discount for that service, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. uh-huh. if we're paying full price for that service, it's it's our responsibility to bring our A game for every single client. And mm-hmm. if we're not feeling good, chances are we're not doing enough outside of work to prep for what we're doing at work. Yeah. Well, I feel like you guys are coming to the market at a really good time um, in the world. I don't know if you've heard a lot of talk about the the new workforce, the young workforce. Um, I don't, I think I'm kind of in the middle with the age range, but I know like my parents' age group was like, work, live to work, right? Like just work, 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 work. That's your life. Health was not a focus at all whatsoever. And then, you know, in my young adult life, it was kind of brought to my attention that like everything's not about work. You can spend some time on yourself. And then the new young kids that are coming into the workforce are all like, no, I uh, work to live. I don't live to work. And so they tend to be a little more health focused, a little more life balance, balance focused. Um, I feel like you're going to gain a lot of traction these days. Like imagine if you were 10 years ago or 20 years ago, there might be more people that were eye rolling like, oh, whatever. It's just, it is what it is. But I think more and more people are interested in working smart, right? And there's more to life than just work. So I think this is a, a very cool thing and a great time for something yeah. like this. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I um, you know, the the one thing is that we don't only need our bodies for work. And we have in our industry changed so much as far as how we're able to do it. We can work three days a week and we make way more money in three days a week right? Mm -hmm. Is our body going to be able to enjoy the fruits of our labor when we're done working? Right. Or on our off days, 
or, you know, on our vacations, are we going to be able to take those hikes on our vacations? So this is, um, this is going to be, because you and I weren't thinking about this 10 years or, you know, it maybe just popped up in our minds like barely years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this is going to change the trajectory of the industry Mm -hmm. and, um, how people live at work and outside of work and the, the quality of life that they can have. Yeah. Not having to submit to, this is just how my body is. I'm a lemon. Right. Right. So I think I think, almost, sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, I was just to say, I think there's um, more hairstylists in general that are less, um, what's the word not like addicted to stuff but it's it's like less cool to be like smoking in the back room all the time or like snorting coke in the back room which, yeah. yeah you know what I mean like used to be commonplace where you're like yes. oh my is this real life right now jeez like, I don't think that happens as much as it used to in like the 80s yeah. and the 90s <laughs> no. oh, I yeah. yeah I think, I think <laughs> vices are becoming less cool and I vices think- there we go Hundred percent. I agree with that that sentiment all day, and I think that there's there is just even in general a sense of people wanting to understand uh, the concept of longevity um, and and life expectancy and, and and just health in general. Like, how do I take care of myself long term? And that's that's believe it or not, when I first started this a while ago, um, that was one of my first thoughts: is man, I want to do this when I'm seventy, when I'm eighty. I want to be that ripped guy. That's that's walking around the gym feeling good, and and these young kids aren't dusting me. I'm dusting them. Yeah, you know, I want more people because a large portion of my population is is in between the. Um, I've worked with anyone between eight and eighty, but a large portion currently um, is uh, around the 50, 60 mark. You going into seventies, um, and and again, uh, you had said people weren't taking care of their health. They weren't as aware of their health. Well, now we're in that phase where it's extremely important. So we can, if we can catch people sooner, we can have them understand that your body physiologically can change and adjust. You have a chronological version of aging and you have a cellular version of aging and you can adjust your cellular version of aging. You can reverse age to a degree and you can feel younger and more vibrant and more alive. You can have more energy behind the chair moving more, believe Mm -hmm. it or not, you know, than than you, than you could with these old lifestyle habits. Yeah. you know, having people drink the Kool-Aid and it's healthy Kool-Aid, right? Whatever yeah. your version of healthy Kool-Aid is. Yeah. Um, and having them understand that uh, life can be so much more than you think. Things can taste better. Uh, colors can be brighter. You can have more energy and more vitality going forward um, than you ever thought you possibly could. That's great. So uh, what's your uh, projected time frame that you will have something come to the market for like the masses, do you think? I would say in the next few months. Wonderful. Yeah. That's awesome. In the next few months um, with that program that we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, that one I'm, that one I'm really excited for because it's something you can do at work. Ah. Something you can do before you leave the house to go to work. It's yeah. something you can do when you're in between clients, when you leave work to decompress. Mm-hmm. Standing at the bus stop waiting to go to work. I mean, you can do it whenever, yeah. wherever. You don't need any bands or this or that. You don't need, you just need your body. 
That's the majority of the the things that I try to put together. You see, there, there's no equipment in any of the movements. That there's I just did. a salon chair. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, I want people to understand that you don't need a gym full of equipment while accommodating resistance and weights. These are all great things, you know, and you, you should maybe start to think about progressing into those. When you're starting out or you're just trying to figure out your body, and even if you're a healthy person, you're trying to figure out where your specific pains or dysfunctions are at, let's just move. Mm-hmm. Let's find movements that work well, that are pain-free. Let's even dive into a little bit of pain and understand what's going on there so we can learn about our body to then get the hell out of it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think a lot of these tools are necessary. And this, with this program, uh, people will see, we'll be in a salon environment. It's already filmed and done. And they can, they can yeah, just go up next to a wall. They can hold onto a salon chair. And I you love can it. Business, you know? uh, yeah. Well, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah, I think that's the most appealing part of your like social media stuff is that it literally looks like you're just standing in the salon corner doing stuff with the salon chair. You're like, oh, look, yeah, you could do that between clients while you're like dusting your chair. You can be doing this thing with your arms and it'd be great. (laughs) And you don't even have to break a sweat doing it. So it can be literally between a guest. That's a big selling point probably for a lot of people too, is like, okay, if you like did your hair and your makeup and went to work, you're not going to want to break a sweat between clients. But if you're just gentle moving, it's not going to make you look like you're spitzing between people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the, the simple fixes, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, slight adjustments that make the biggest impact. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's just fantastic. I'm so excited for you guys. And I'm I'm happy to see people doing this for the industry that I love so much. Um, as toxic as it can be, it's also a very beautiful industry that can make awesome careers for people. So I think you're going to help a lot of people. That's great. Thank you. We're looking forward to it. It's a pleasure to awesome. be uh, well, unless you had any other specifics to share, I think we can kind of wrap it up a little bit here. Is there anything else you wanted to share? I mean, it feels like you're on point with what you're doing. Um, so tell all my listeners where they can find you for now Absolutely. and maybe where they'll find you in the future. Yeah. So we've got our website, industryaligned.com, and you'll be able to find our upcoming workshops on there and uh we're also on Instagram at Industry Aligned. Okay. And do you keep an email list or anything yeah. like that? And we'll be at the um, beauty show as well, the Chicago, America's Beauty Show. Yeah, in Chicago. And that is mid-April. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll get the details from you and put it in the show notes here with a link for people. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, what was the other thing you asked? Uh, email list. Do you have anywhere where people can sign up and like get yes, information? Absolutely. That is all on our website so that anytime we have something new coming in, you will be the first to know. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Um, this was such a pleasure. And uh, I'll be stalking you guys on on Instagram, watching all of your little tips and tricks. <laughs> thank you for having us on your show. Yeah. Really Thank you for meeting. Nice you. Yeah. And have fun with the workshops that you're doing. Thank you. Cool. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye. You Bye-bye. Too. All right, friends. There you have it. That is the power couple behind Industry Aligned. You can find them on Instagram. And I'm sure you're curious at this point what all of their little tidbits and tricks are that they were sharing about. Highly recommend checking them out. 
And if you are in the industry, highly recommend following their advice. We got to take care of our bodies, friends. If you want to be doing this as a career, you have to take care of yourself. So I wish I would have found them early on, but you know, I'm glad we're here now. Thank you so much for listening. As always, it is my pleasure to be here as your hair mentor. And until next time, have a great hair day and I'll see you then. Okay, bye. Hey friend, Crystal here, and I've got something special for you that's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free. You heard right. It's my gift to you, friend. So if you're ready to elevate your behind-the-chair game and attract the clientele you've always dreamed of, this boot camp is your first step. Spaces are limited, and trust me, friend, you don't want to miss out on this transformation. So head on over to www.yourhairmentor.com to secure your spot today. Let's make sure that your talent is undeniable and your chair the hottest ticket in town. Cheers to clients who pay and a career that slays. I cannot wait to see you at the Confident Conversations Bootcamp, my friend.